This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. You're goddamn right.
Jersey Judah back with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. (laughs) Well, I got to tell you guys something. This morning I woke up, got some money, went to the local dispensary for the first time. The last dispensary I went to was actually like 
25, 30 minutes away, probably 35 with traffic. But I found out the dispensary in my town now serves for recreational use. All right. So this is this is a game changer. So I pretty much copped. What did I get? I got a cake pop. I got seven grams of cake pop. Seven grams of strawberry cheesecake. Um, I want to say 3.5 of a Diamond Delta and some other shit, man. But I'm back, man. We're, we're, this is going to be an interesting episode. We're going to play two content creators from two different sides of the spectrum when it comes to the raw, the real, and the red pill. On one side, you have the unstoppable, undead chronic, along with Ribby the Party Frog, along with the Warband. Shout out to Hammerhand. And on the other side, we have a video from Rolo Tomasi. That is correct. Now, why am I doing this? Because these are the only two videos that were available on my phone, and I feel it makes sense. One video is... Of course, Undead Chronic, Ribby the Party Frog, um, throwing shots, roasting Donovan Sharp and CGA, Coach Greg Adams. Now, why am I playing this? Again, this is an old, um, this is like, what, 10 months ago? I find it to be interesting, and I, and I think it's funny. So we're going to play that, right? Because Undead Chronic, similar to myself, have no respect for PUAs, life coaches, anything of that nature, right? But the difference is, and I think he can also agree, um, a lot of us came into these spaces hearing these names and, you know, getting bits and pieces. And then we find out later on it's it's it, it, it's allegedly a grift. You know, it's all about a cash grab. It's about taking money from weak minded men, you know, giving them some secondhand game, etc. Right. Uh, with Rolo Tomasi, who would be essentially the opposition for the sense of uh, game theory, um, all this other type of horseshit that I personally don't believe in. Now, I believe game comes from within. You as a man, you have to learn that from literally taking losses. Now, I'm not saying that it's worth it's worth it for guys to go out there and put their everything into a woman, especially a woman who's uh, on social media a lot. Uh, especially Instagram or God forbid if she has OnlyFans. You see what I mean? So I don't condone any of that shit. And the the art of quote unquote game is just learning how to communicate with women, right? Um, learning how to communicate in general. And I've mentioned this before, the generation, well, I wouldn't just say Generation Z, but they're also, they're sort of the product, the byproduct or the effect of, a lot of guys not really having experience experiences in general communicating um, human to human interaction. It's all just a fucking device. But with the video from Rolo Tomasi, he's going to be talking about incels and how incels are being targeted by the FBI. Yes, the incels are being targeted by the federal government. All right. Um, this really isn't nothing new, honestly. Um, ever ever since Elliot Roger you know, these alphabet boys, you know, what I mean, the alphabet mafia has been paying attention to a lot of 
um, male content creators. I've talked about it before with MGTOW. I've talked about it before with Hammerhand, Terrence Pop, all these guys being put on this quote-unquote list. Now, like I said, I... I kind of I I don't I'm not a fence sitter. I don't consider myself a fence sitter. I just won't spend most of my time talking shit about incels. And I tend to more or less stand up for incels, especially when a feminazi is talking about them or you know some costume alpha who's only talking about how many bodies he's getting. So, you know, I I remain very neutral and I just want to give that disclaimer, although I may be laughing at a lot of the jokes that may not be necessarily uh you know, these these will be fucked up jokes. Like, yeah, it's fucked up, but it's a roast. That's why I like Undead Chronic. I mean, this nigga's been roasting motherfuckers on four-hour streams, three-hour streams, and all of it's entertaining. So we're not going to waste any time. Rolo Tomasi. We got Rolo Tomasi once again talking about incels and how they're being targeted, being mentioned by the federal government, the Alphabet Boys. And what we're going to get into first, I believe, I hope so, uh, what we're going to get into first is um, Undead Chronic, Ribby the Party Frog, uh, roasting Coach Greg Adams and Donovan Sharp. Let's get it. Hey guys, it's Undead Chronic. And Ruben Party Frog. Back again with another response video. This time, we're just the coach, and apparently he doesn't like it when people hide behind avatars and roast people with dry scalps. Oh. <laughs> I was talking about this, but we'll, we'll see what he says. We'll see what he says. Let me tell you how effeminate there are. So basically, everything he says coming up makes a man effeminate. Men here... I hear them talking about other men's height. I hear them and they talk about my height and I've been very transparent about it. I've appeared in public. I'm very comfortable with the way I look. Ruby, have you ever roasted Coach Adams about his height or appearance? No, I don't care what he looks like. I don't care how tall he is. I don't care how skinny or fat or wide or long his long is. I could give two craps less. What I do care about is partnering up with Cucking Made Easy crew and Donovan <laughs> Sharks. Cucking. Alright, so... Mm. Uh, CME is apparently... I forgot what it's called, but it's like a masculinity... Uh, it's a masculinity conference of some sort. And these guys, and I mentioned this before, um, Hammerhand was the one that exposed it. But these guys, Undead Chronic and the Warband, which Hammerhand's a part of, um, continued to elaborate and mention a lot of the guys that were there. Um, people like Myron Gaines, that doesn't surprise me. Um, CGA honestly doesn't surprise me. But I still like a lot of the shit that he brings to the table. So I'm not even going to hate. It's just, you know, guys reach that point where it just becomes a money grab. Like, let's just be honest. I mean... <clears throat> CGA has a lot of good shit. But like 
the whole business aspect or like the blue chip aspect, I can't get into it. Like fresh and fit. They have decent content. Um, it can be seen as repetitive. But at the same time, am I going to buy their courses? No. Um, hell, uh, 33 Secrets, right? I, I played 30, 33 Secrets before, even though apparently he got called out by John Anthony Lifestyle. But John Anthony Lifestyle is in like kamikaze mode, so he's kind of going after any and everybody. And he kind of isolated himself in the process. But I don't give a fuck about this guy's courses or game with women, but some of his videos that he had on YouTube were quite entertaining and quite informative. And it had nothing to do with picking up women. It had everything to do with exposing modern women, which is ironic because you're a dating coach slash PUA. And that's not really a good starting point to get a guy to want to look for women and settle down with. But to each his own. Me personally, uh, PUAs and life coaches are like probably the worst thing that happened within the manosphere and it affected the red pill. Cause like, okay, PUAs aren't necessarily red pill, but a lot of PUAs were in that space and in the influence to contribute to that game aspect of the red pill. Um, PUAs, whether, I mean, PUAs are pretty much a part of the manosphere, right? But when you look at a lot of these pickup artists, like, yo, and a lot of these guys who are selling courses, and they're going to get into it, a lot of these guys selling courses aren't living the life that they're portraying, man. It's not a good look. That's what I care about. I care about where his alliances are. I'm not trying to pork him. I don't care what the guy looks like. doesn't really matter to me. But, yeah, dude, it's all about the company he's keeping right now. And, dude, I was almost like I was telling Chronic earlier he's going to do this video he was punching jabs at Chronic and the Warband. Ribby was like thinking of some meme where it was like, you were my brother, coach. You were supposed to fight Tuckadry, not join it. That's pretty much what's going on here. And then coach is here and he's like, you underestimate my cuckage. <laughs> you underestimate the power of Donovan Sharp's wife's asshole. It's like, oh, 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 oh I feel like I'm going to puke already. Okay, let's see what he got to say. I hear men talking about other men's. Oh, and I've never roasted. Uh, I've never roasted Coach Craig Adams about anything. I don't think. Yeah. But when it comes to height, okay, let's hear height. Okay, I, okay. I've roasted someone from Clucky Made Easy's height, I admit. I actually roasted the tallest dude. <laughs> For looking like, like a string bean. I, yeah, like, yeah, I was just like, look at this slender man looking dude walking lanky as shit. Yeah, no, so I roasted the tall guy who has the most advantages with females due to his height. If purely mm-hmm. a height standard. So, like, I'm not the dude making fun of short guys. But I tell short brutas how to get laid. And you know what I do, coach? I tell short brutas how to get laid for free. For free. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't charge people two thousand dollars to you know, again, watch my wife get reamed out. Ugh. Ugh. Other man's skin. Okay. <laughs> I am again. I am guilty. guilty. I have made fun of a certain dry ass scalp individual. But here's the thing. I'm shaming him for something that he could change. It's not like I'm making fun of him for being white or making fun of someone for being black. I'm making fun of someone with a dry ass scalp. 
Buy some goddamn Denver shampoo. Yeah. I mean, go to a damn dermatologist. There's a lot of things you can do to fix that. How the hell are you going to go to a conference and charge people $2,000 to take a seat, but this dude's up here can't fix his $10 scalp problem? I, I don't understand, man. <laughs> Maybe. Do you have anything to say? Uh, so, <laughs> it just, dude, it shows how fragile their egos are that. Literally a light. Wait, I got a question. I got a question. Do you think yeah. all these people I roasted hit up Coach Shrug Adams and told him to respond? Do you think he's getting hearing about all the all the all like the bitching and moaning from them? They go, ah, my scalp isn't that dried up. Why am I so tall? I'm just really bad. I'm tall. <laughs> Dude, probably, probably, probably uh, a CME group chat where they all send little emojis and send pictures <laughs> of bulls and their wives to each other. Oh. And um, they probably had one where it's like, Coach, that green skin zombie. And now we got some drunk frog. And we worked really hard on that trailer. It came out so badass with the sunglasses. They're making fun of me. Well, all right, boys. All right, boys. Yeah, I'll talk some crap on him. And thank, I was shout out to one of our subs who uh, brought this to our attention. He's like, yo, Chronic. Coach is talking smack on the war band. Chronic's like, what? And uh, here we are. So yeah. My, well, here's my approach about this whole situation. I was kind of peripherally roasting Coach Adams. Like, I kind of roasted. I, I was giving him all the chances. But I'm pretty sure, I mean, three, I mean, yeah, right now, two of his two things that make someone effeminate, he's basically trying to target me, I feel. So, I mean, am, yeah, I, am, yeah. I, am, I, am, I, am I imagining this, Ruby? No. No, dude, okay. he, he literally, I don't know anyone else, any other red pill content creator, oh, in the manosphere, content creators that roasted him and the boys, specifically the dry scalp comment. Uh, yeah, dude, it's 100% you he's referring to. Without actually saying just it. Like, am I the only one that's going to carry the banner? Am I, am I the only one, like, these people, these, these again, I say these, and slow, the more, the more coach attacks me the more he's included in these people's comment that disease right these yep. people are going to scam people for two thousand dollars to sit down and get cut now this is my this is my idea looking at this right so for the people who pay it that's crazy like i don't know what to tell y'all um but this would be similar to uh 21 studios right the 21 convention where I was listening to that shit probably like um I was listening to bits and pieces of that probably like 2018 right and that's where <clears throat> that's where I pretty much got familiar with you know Rolo Tomasi and um a couple of other guys but I think this is just a real, like, response to the 21 studios. Like, they're trying to do their conferences, and it's all just, like, this whole tribe shit, like I said, is kind of just retarded, especially when your tribe is just, is just like, centered around getting money off of weak-minded men and claiming to be able to teach them um, how to have and be more masculine. I think the videos that these guys do are essentially enough. But apparently, you know, the pockets aren't saying that. You know what I mean? Their pockets ain't saying it. And it's not about pocket watching. It's just pointing out the obvious. This is just pointing out the obvious. Now, by, you know, Undead Chronic and these niggas pointing it out, it, it makes it 
a little bit more um, acceptable for me. Because this will be things that, I, that that will essentially be in the back of my mind. You know, I would listen, like I said, I'd listen to a lot of the 21 Studios, um, you know, speeches online. I wasn't, I didn't really care to take a plane, uh, you know, you know, take a plane out to fucking Orlando, Florida or whatever the fuck this shit is going to be at Atlanta or whatever to go to some fucking convention of, you know, quote unquote masculinity and, you know, all this other shit, especially if it's two thousand fucking dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, to each his own. <laughs> Sit down and get cocked. Yes. <laughs> so let's see. Let's see what else he has to say. Other men's. Women that they put their baloney pony in. Country Adams. If you think it's red pilled to be married to a fat 45 year old white woman, you are a blue pilled (laughs) simp. A blue pilled simp. And if, and, and if that person who is married to a 45 year old white woman is LARPing, like a red pill slayer, like some kind of Lord red pill, whatever it is. Nah. See, I have the luxury to be a red pill extremist and I can call out cucks of any stripes. <laughs> Donovan Sharp is a cuck. Anybody who wipes up a beaten up, smurfed out, skeeted, zinked on. <laughs> there's so much zinc in that chick. I don't think my chemistry teachers can begin to calculate how much there is. Dude, I think she might change some chromosomes around. There's been so much pumped in there. (laughs) I don't know if that's scientifically possible, but if it is, uh, she'd be a contender. And and that guy who marries that woman and, again, posts pictures of her ass all over his stupid 80s-ass website – says he's red pilled like and you're and you're saying that me making fun of this cock makes me effeminate you see when i made fun of leftists when i made fun of leftist cucks and simps all these dudes cheer now when i make fun of um how can i not make fun of diamond shark i mean like literally the dude takes he ha- he, he literally takes testosterone that's made in a lab because his nuts don't work <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I just it's just it's such a sad downfall it's just such a sad downfall honestly and here's the thing it's just their feelings getting in the way because coach coach here um, he has a channel of 150,000 subs right mm-hmm. so he could really just ignore every, every smack talk about CME and just make his videos on, on whatever on his main channel but for some reason he needs to address and defend the cut collapse from CME, which makes me think that either there's enough shit lords in our subs telling them what's what continuously, or um, we're really getting under their skin. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, we must be. This actually motivates me. Now we got to roast these bastards twice as hard. I know. The fact, that, the fact that he went out of the way. It's like after we like give like a, a, a warning wit or a warning like you know like um like um. Warning I'm to say, like a warning, it's not like a slap because it's not like an actual physical. Like we didn't really, we kind of like went around coach. Like so it was like like a like a flame spell around coach. It's like all the cucks around him got burnt a little bit, right? And then he like looks up and goes, 
they don't hurt them. They're my friends. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Now we know we're I'm going to throw a fireball and the whole place is going to blow up. You know what I mean? <laughs> the allegiances, yeah, have been uh, some lines have been crossed here. So it's basically Ribby, Chronic, and I guess you could say Taylor, throw him in there too. So two, three Buddhists. Oh, here. you know we have Red Pill Elite. Against He's a black dozen. man. We know we have. Oh, we, black, we know we have Saifu, Black Iron. He's a black man, right? Yeah. I know we but got. Um, I know we got like Miguel Lasso. He's a black man. We we got tons of black male content creators that think these dudes are becoming giga cucks. You know what I mean? And that's important because he mentioned a lot of guys affiliated with Red Pill directly. Uh, guys who are affiliated with MGTOW directly. This is under one banner. Now, this is more bigger than, in my opinion, this is more bigger than 21 Studios. It's bigger than 21 Studios. It's bigger than these guys. The higher-ups, it's going to charge you an arm and a leg just to hear pretty much the same shit that they've talked about in previous videos. And like I said, for the people who pay 2000 man, you must be real supporters of these content creators. That's the only thing that I can say. Because I support these guys as well in a lot of ways, but at the same time, not me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So but the like, best part is, dude, it's, it's against the Council of Cucks. We actually might have to talk to our artist and um, a new chapter of the comic. It'll be the Council of Cucks, and it'll be like a dozen of these guys sitting around in a circle with one fat chick in the middle, and they're all like praying down, bowing down to her, and they're trying uh, to... She's like the oracle. Sick. She's the oracle, and she's just like, bring me zinc. And they have to like... Well, go. <laughs> Oh, to the land and like buy vials of zinc to like pour on her. <laughs> Dude, it's like a cream filled, uh, it's a cream filled chocolate eclair, except, uh, let's just say Ruby got drunk and had sex with a couple donuts. It's not cream in the middle, if you boys know what I mean. Well, here's a comic line. These niggas are out of pocket, man. Right, so like here's the comic story. So like they basically he's uh, this house of cuckage. They have all these like cuck monks leave, and they're basically gathering farm boys and young Buddhas. And they're like, oh come, we have a job to work for you. And they're gathering them all in this big like cathedral thing. They're like sit down in these pews, and they'll get locked in. And they basically got to slowly extract all the zinc for their for their you know for their um, their oracle, their fat their fat white white goddess, right? And so like Chronic Ruby got to break into this cuck church, like flame these cucks up with the, with the roasters, and, like fight this giant she devil. Fat that piglet demon do summons little like spawn hoglets, you know, and we just flee those because they're gonna be no, dude, she summons, she's a single mother hoglet and she summons uh Braxton and Jackson <laughs> <laughs> mini bosses. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is like we have to that's like an allegory for uh, cooking made easy conference. All these impressionable dudes are going to go get their resources. Their zinc sucked out for what? For darling Shart's fat wife to, to sit up high and pretty on. That's really what it's going to. Because it's going to go mostly to Donovan Shart. And then what does Donovan Shart spend his money on? His fat, white wife. <laughs> <laughs> So like this is if for every $2,000 you pay is literally hundreds of dollars going to her pocket. Think about it like that. Is that red pill? Is that is that uniting the master? Is that celebrating masculine excellence? It's just cucking made easy. It's it's so easy to cut. You can cuck an easy two thousand dollar payments now, Ribby. Oh my god! This is too. They're making the tagline too easy. Let's see what he has to say. 
other men's uh, physical makeup. Yeah, I roast people who label themselves as fresh and fit and can't lift more than two plates on the bench press. Yeah, I don't Dude, really consider more than them one, fit. Let's be honest here. Yeah, you're right. More than one. I don't consider them fit. So yeah. And these these niggas don't give a shit. These are white boys, by the way, but I use the word nigga universally. These niggas don't give a fuck. They call out everybody. And they and they actually called them out for like it's 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 uh noteworthy. And a lot of things they bring up make a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? I think see, but that's that's the whole that's the whole mindset of these guys. Like they want to be like gods. Like they want to be top dog. You know what I'm saying? They want to be top dog. So the conference is, although it's still like a group of guys coming together and it's sort of like the opposite, it would be considered the opposite of what 21 studios is by nature. When you have, you know, Anthony dream Johnson, Doing hit pieces after hit pieces, and give I have to give a shout out to Anthony Dream Johnson because uh, a lot of his hit pieces are are just great, great work. It's great work. It's it's edited. It's put together well. Nothing against the people who were allegedly slandered. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. Like this shit to me is entertainment. But there's a lot of points being made on the side of Undead Chronic in the Warband. And this is Undead Chronic's channel. If you're going to LARP like a red pillar, it's your thing. If these people didn't cuck, if you didn't cuck, you wouldn't get roasted. Right? So this is the price of cuckage. The price of cuckage is roastage. The price of sympathy is cuckage. So you simp hard enough, you're a cuck. You cuck hard enough, you get roasted by chronic. That's what happens on YouTube, man. I've been roasting cucks left and right. You encouraging men to pay hundreds of dollars to a fat white woman who who convinced Donovan Sharp, Mr. I take exogenous testosterone because my supreme black genes can help me out enough to make me... fertile or have a voice deeper than a, I don't know, the sound of a cat being kicked. Like, damn, bro. Yeah. I'm just, well, it's this absolute it, cuckage, and he's, like, offended he's getting roasted. Again, well, if any of those do, if, if they didn't walk in that lineup, I said that lineup was going to be infamous. I said, I hope this lineup doesn't end up being a cuck-firing squad. You know what I mean? Like a roasting squad? <laughs> it, it end up being that, bro. What do you got say? I was going to say, it's funny because what he's doing is like typical women um, strategy. It's like women slash simp strategy. You're, he's basically not calling you out directly like a man would or undead chronic or whoever. He's just saying vague kind of references to you're pretty much the only one that was roasting those particular uh, things. And he's trying to shame you, basically. He's like, oh, well, they were these guys. I'm not going to say who, but they said this, this, and this, and they were really mean to me. It's like, dude, come on. If you're going to come out at the war band, come at the war band. Don't go at it like a bitch. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, I understand. Let's see what he has to say now. I hear hundreds of men talking about this. 
And I'm saying, is that a masculine quality or a feminine quality? I think it's pretty feminine to lie to men and steal their money. Oh, that's dude. That's textbook feminine. So he's basically, <laughs> he's basically saying is making fun of people's appearance, appearance, masculine or feminine. I don't know. Uh, Who are the best what? roast comedians that you know of, Coach Adams? Are they women dude, or men? <laughs> Plus, what do we do? We we roast these bitches. I mean, he makes a point. We all roast in this space. In this space, motherfuckers roast bitches. It, it, it's not we don't roast everyday women like this is modern women these are the women who participate in activity associated with feminazism okay these bitches are marching alongside the enemy as men now i know guys and i know women will hear this and think of some bullshit and take this words of what I say and, and, and just misconstrue it with violence. I'm not saying that. In terms of the enemy being you are a completely opposed to um, not being a thought, not being out there uh, doing 304 activities. You know what I mean? You guys know what I'm getting at. Not out there fucking around, going here, there, everywhere on a cock carousel. So by nature, in this point, you become the enemy. The man who becomes more red pill aware understands that the modern day fee fail is not worth the time, effort or communication. And it gets even deeper when you when you incorporate things like online dating and things of that nature to most to most men and women who can't even have a fucking conversation face to face. It is the men and women who are socially awkward when it comes to the generation of, you know, Generation Z and the generation coming up. Then you have like the mental and I've mentioned before the mental and psychological effects of uh, C19. And motherfuckers being caged in and quarantining, being on lockdown for fucking 30 to 90 fucking days. Like you got you got kids that are still fucking recovering from that. You'll still have kids wear a mask. I've seen that. Old old women wear masks. Okay, that's understandable because you don't even like it, you wouldn't even understand ten percent of this shit of how motherfuckers were just lied to and manipulated. But with all that being said, right? Because, look, 21 Studios, like I said, is essentially doing the same thing. Plus, they got fucking um, dating roaches, and they have fucking piss-poor prototype PUAs up there. I mean, let's face it. Um, Rolo Tomasi is now like a relationship-slash-dating coach. In the beginning, he was kind of teaching the game shit. But once, it kind of got a negative... Uh, reputation from women and all of his boys that he used to chill with, like uh, Roosh and all these other guys. Well, Roosh turned into like a fucking hardcore Catholic and and created or had something that's called God pill or the white pill or whatever the fuck it is. So he kind of just got in where he, he, you know, you get in where you fit in. 
and he aims his content now at like you know incels and guys who aren't getting laid but it's not the same tactic as before where it's like hey man go to this fucking pickup boot camp you know pay five thousand dollars for two fucking sessions and i'll teach you how to get laid you see what i mean that's but see that was the technique for a lot of the puas back then so there's nothing new under the sun as i always say there's trickery there's just highway robbery fraudulent niggas out here just trying to get what they can from it right and like like i said the the fact that these guys sleep comfortable at night it bothers me a lot of guys fell a lot of guys fell for the flim flim took these stupid courses paid all this fucking money for what what result did you get nothing and then yeah. when you call those men feminine men because they're roasting you in a funny way, it is so funny to look at coach. Your eyes has got, have gone soft. You have the cuck eyes. Literally. Oh, no. Coach. No. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> lost it. We lost oh, it. No. Dragging you out. Chronic. Chronic. Oh, oh, I just saw leave it. Him. He's been cut. I just saw it. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like a zombie movie. Oh no, he's gone. He's oh. out of here. He's not Coach, why? Oh, Kirby, do you see it too? Is it just me? Yeah, dude, they're soft. They're soft. They're tired because they're defending. They're his, defending his friends, his boyfriends. Passive. Okay, yeah. roasting and laughing at cucks is a masculine quality because bitches don't <laughs> do it. Where's the female YouTuber that roasts you as hard as I do? Where's the female YouTuber that's lost 14 channels because they roast too hard? Hmm? Again, I lose my channels, coach. You get monetized because you bend over in front of Susan. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many of your subs you got shilling red pill MGTOW shit, Mr. Free Agent. You're pissing me off, Coach. Damn, man. I've appeared in public. I travel. People see me in person. There ain't nothing that I'm ashamed of. You're ashamed of being red pill. You're not really red pill. <laughs> that's what that's yeah. the thing. He's like, he's like dude, I'm dude, in public. He was in that lineup. And he you says there ain't yeah. nothing he is ashamed of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, you should be ashamed of that lineup. Let me yeah. just tell you that If one. you're not ashamed, yeah. <laughs> from that just a, a purely, like, I, I've shown people in my personal life that video and not even, and I didn't even say anything. I didn't even know, they don't even know I'm, I'm dead chronic. And they're just like, what the fuck is this? This is just, what the, you're not going to this, are you? <laughs> Dude, I sent it to this chick I was chilling with. I'm like, what do you think of this? She was like, ugh. She was like, why did they make this? This is a joke, right? Like, this is like a really bad parody. I'm like, nah, nah. They're, they're 110% serious. Um, and I'm not going to lie, dude. The, the, the video is pretty cringe. Yeah. But the 21 Studios videos are pretty cringe, too. Like, it's... it's it, 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 it's always cringe when you kind of have like a segment where one person is talking and the other person starts talking and then it's just pretty much one sentence put together by a group of guys who are speaking. It's it's very cringe. And it's like the slow motion shit. Like, it's just, it's not cool, dude. It's not. 
it's some real like boomer shit. Like maybe like guys who are like 50, who's been completely like ass raped in the divorce court, who's finally gotten his nuts back. Right. He gets back into like the dating market. Maybe this is something that appeals to him. But for a guy like me, I'm 34. Like that, that shit is bad. It's cringe. I can imagine somebody who's 24 years old looking at that shit. It's it's bad. Oh yeah. my god! Matter of fact, I always, I told you this in one of the videos. You guys are lucky that the Lord did not make me six foot five. You guys are lucky because if He did, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that is that supposed to be is that is that impressive? He's basically saying that because I can't get women, I decided to be a YouTuber. Coach, you're roasting yourself, man. What the? <laughs> <laughs> what the? Fuck? Is he? Oh, he's, I think maybe he. Oh, he thinks he's good enough to play in the NBA. You see, no, I don't think so. You see, I think someone who gets so offended and absolutely ass hurt about a little bit of roastage. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to deal with the man talk in the league. I know you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. So like, so, man, so, so this some YouTube beef makes you makes you bitch out like this, man. Nah, you, you ain't fit for the league. So you wouldn't be playing ball. So as you say, like, I'm so tall, I'm so talking to women, not on YouTube. Again, that basically proves that you were never red pilled, right? It proves that you think if you could just chase hypergamous thoughts, you would live a fulfilling and satisfactory life. Mm-hmm. He's he's stripped off the red pill. Coach Greg Adams is now fully blue pill zombified sim. Ribby, never do this to me, man. If this ever happened, if I ever do this to you, I want you to find me and put me out of my misery. Just honor killing, okay? God damn. <laughs> it's sad to see. But um, we need to lead him out to the pasture, you know, to some soybeans. He's like, come here, coach. Come here, coach. It's okay. No, put the camera down. You don't need that. No, you don't need the mic either, coach. There's a lot of got, bitches got over here. I promise. Like old yeller. Yeah, exactly. There's I'm a lot sorry, of bitches over buddy. here. I promise, coach. There's a lot of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of bitches where we're going. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Oh, my God. It's sad, dude. But you know what? There's still hope. We still got to do hashtag free pop. And that's got to be. He, he hasn't fully gone to the dark side yet, but, um, dude, CME is coming, dude. It's a couple months away. It's not looking too good for the boys out there. Yeah, I mean, if this cuck is state, he, he's a lot. Yeah. If I was taller, I'd spend all my time with females, on females. Like, that's a, that's a big goof for me as a Red Pill content creator. I'm like, so you never really meant any of it, did you? Because there was a long time that this dude said he was MGTOW. Oh, yeah. I wonder yeah. what Hammerhand would say about that. Shout out to Hammerhand. The MGTOW monk. Hammerhand is a pure Pareto. Yeah, I don't think Hammer. Uh, yeah, I think, it's, I think he's beyond Hammerhand now. But that's all right. It's all right. Um, well, like, do you, you want to give him another, another sentence or two? Or do you want to end it? What do you think, Ribs? Uh, I don't know. Uh, he just keeps hopping topping himself with the insane crap he's saying. You well, one more gonna, line if you I want. Think, yeah, I think he's going to say something about um, cartoon avatars. Mm-hmm. If he made me six foot five, I wouldn't even be here talking to you right now. You'd probably be, what, on your knees somewhere, stripping? I don't care, man. Shake? 
you're you're lucky he made me uh what do they call it diminutive or right? whatever it is and let me tell you something you see these mirrors there ain't one mirror that i can't get in front of and not love myself for who i am i really don't believe that because he just Dude, spent he, so he much time like a woman he spent so much time talking about his height and how he's so awesome and how if he was taller he would never see him then he says i'm perfectly fine with my body i look at all this it's like why do you feel the need to tell me this i, I don't understand okay so you might be surprised and again again lack of vision you're always surprised about a detail that comes up As- uh, i'm not surprised that donovan Sharp likes to hold two cameras while watching multiple men inside his wife. I'm just surprised, Coach, that you like to be underneath of the action, catching any leakage of zinc with your tongue. Ooh. Details. Again, the details that are coming up is detail number one. Donovan Sharp went to jail for financial fraud. Okay. Detail number two. That's who you're giving your money to. You're spending $2,000 with no contract, no nothing official, and not even with his real name. Oh, detail number three. He's married to a 45-year-old fat white woman and says he's red-pilled. Oh, that's the worst one. Number four, he says he has superior black genes. Again, at this point, I've listed it a million times. These are small details. These are like massive, I'm a cuck, I'm a bitch, I'm a racist. (laughs) <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. I'm a liar. I'm a scam artist. And you want to stand next to this person and slap him on his like undeveloped adding and be like, keep on taking those tee shots, bro. Just make sure I get another hundred per 2K coming in. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. I just want to know how much coach is getting. I think I think that's why he has to defend this. He has to be getting paid something. No way he's. Oh not. yeah, dude. They, dude, they all are. It's in my opinion, it's textbook selling out. Mm-hmm. Because if they weren't getting, think of it this way, it they're going out of their way to spend a whole weekend to speak at a conference. That's not like they're just meeting up with the boys and have the vacation. They're mm-hmm. preparing probably PowerPoints. They're writing some speeches. They're putting work in, and so yeah, they're getting paid. So dude, it's, yeah. 100% selling out, taking the paycheck, kind of throwing away any red pill morals they had, just trying to rip people off. And Donovan's a ringleader, and they're choosing to go in knowing what they know about this guy. As if it came up yesterday. Everything you learn was already in motion a year ago. You learned it yesterday. And you reacted to it today. Feminine. What is he even talking about? I think it's like the fact that we found out he's going to this conference. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, you don't have lack of vision because you don't see the plan. Coach, your life plans are so insignificant to me. I care more about the number of corn kernels coming out of my neck shit after Chipotle. (laughs) Your vision is so limited in scope. Bruh, you might as well have glaucoma. I need to send you some of my fucking weed so you can might see something for one. <laughs> Man. Like damn. 
it's just like this vision. If your vision includes aligning yourself with known scam artists, simps, infertile, soft bodied blue pillars, then your vision is to make yourself my enemy and get roasted. So don't get offended. Are you just calling me feminine because I'm roasting you and reacting to like, you know, the fact that you were never red pilled. I think betrayal is a very feminine quality, in my opinion. It's a very feminine thing to just be okay with betrayal. You don't want to. And also, yeah, yeah also like indirect attacks like this, mm-hmm. like indirectly talking crap, where he's not specifically calling someone out and saying it to their face. He's more just kind of like behind the scenes bitching about people. All right, let's see if he let's see if he gets close to us. Mm-hmm. Feminine. People looked up the definition of my, of my name, Gregory. Watchful, alert, vigilant. <laughs> oh my god! What, what is what does this have to do with anything? Like Ribby, drunk, greedy, a fraud, undead, chronic, stoned, zombie, doesn't like cucks. It's just like. Okay. Oh, what's okay. your point? Where's your glasses? <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's the definition of my name. Okay, whatever. And I've taken on those characteristics. I've been always vigilant. I've been always watchful. I'm not ashamed to go watch people. That I don't want to watch his wife <laughs> and Donovan's wife. It's <laughs> oh, oh, he's not. He's not ashamed to watch in the bedroom. I think that's it's just the first. Uh, it makes it's just. When you go off on tangents just like that, it makes it too easy to get roasted. You know what I mean? Like, it, dude, he's just ranting about nothing. He's like, dude, I've seen ho- hobos in New York City uh, going on rants that make <laughs> more sense than this guy right now. I'm not even kidding. Oh man, um, this is entertaining though. I kind of want to keep going at this point. I mean, what we got? Well, let's, let's make it thirty minutes. We'll, we'll see if we get a half hour. And agree with and learn from them. I'm not afraid to be watchful and learn. All right. Or I'm not afraid to be watchful and know what to look out for. I'm alert all the time. <laughs> dude, dude, dude is on drugs. He's got to be on drugs, man. Like, he, I think he just said like five sentences that meant nothing. I'm watchful. I'm so watchful. I know to be alert for, for things to watch. Dude, just like, he's got to rewatch this. He's going to rewatch this and take a shot every time he says the word watchful or alert. I'm pretty okay, sure okay, he right. said that. Okay. Right, I went like back to eight eight times I went back two. I went back two. Wait, I went back two. So, okay, we'll count. Count, count, count your hand, ready. Promo. There you go. I'm not afraid to be watchful and learn, all right? Or I'm not afraid to be watchful and know what to look out for. I'm alert all the time. I'm always alert. Five times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I, I like this. I like this. Okay. I'm not sure if these. I don't know if there were drugs in, included in this video, but if there were, I, I actually suggest he continues his video style because this is very entertaining. For, you know what I mean, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, I love this shit. He's taking some nose candy. He's like, I'm so watchful, man. I see colors. I see him. Sounds. I see him out there. I see those green skinned <laughs> motherfuckers in the bushes with the with the flamethrowers waiting to roast my ass. Then go get me. I'm watching for the <laughs> green skinned motherfuckers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is this watching is, the downward spiral. So By the time you react to something, I've already dealt with it six months ago, a year ago. Wait, what? <laughs> is he talking to me? Like me reacting to this video? He dealt with it a year ago? What the heck? I think I was streaming with him a year ago. Or my whole yeah. damn life. Okay? 
Now, you might not have that quality. You might not have had that opportunity to do so. And a lot of it is because you're afraid to break away from comfort. You see, Coach, you are so watchful and vigilant as a 40-year-old man. You probably bought so much Bitcoin in 2010. Wait a second. You didn't. I don't know, man. (laughs) If I did not touch crypto and I had access to quite a lot of wealth in the 2010s, I probably, I mean, like, I probably would have slapped myself and he found himself watchful. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I think this is enough. I don't want to, I don't want to go too hard on him right now. Um, I think we pretty much, Ravi, what do you got to say? I, I, this is, might be the most you've ever seen coach in action, actually, right? <laughs> it hasn't. Oh, uh, that's unfortunate. Oh, uh, so he's just, a, he, he's literally just another faceless cut to you, isn't he? Uh, pretty much at this uh, point. Well, except only worse because he started off kind of red pilled. So he had a downward spiral. I'm saying you never Darth, interacted Darth with him. Cucker. Darth Cucker. <laughs> Darth Cuck Lord. Cuck Tar, whatever. Bum, 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 plow my wife. What? <laughs> <laughs> he just, instead of, the, instead of the ventilator, it's like, uh, Ethod bathwater. Oh. Like, <laughs> oh. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. And like a used tampon in it. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Well, like I said, I remain neutral. A lot of this shit is funny. Um, I mean, the conferences, for these guys, it is what it is. Like, me personally, anybody who pays for that shit, anybody, and it goes along with, like, PUAs and all that crazy shit. Like, you're paying for courses and all that lectures and shit. Like, that's retarded to me. But, yo, to each his own. We're going to go completely opposite with Rolo Tomasi as he talks about the um, NCEL situation slash investigation with uh, the federal government. Let's see. This is from CBS News. New Secret Service report details growing NCEL terrorism threat. Got it? Okay. Go away. Okay. Uh, The federal government on Tuesday, federal government on Tuesday released a study on the growing terrorism threat from men who call themselves anti-feminists or involuntary celibates. You guys ready for this? And draw motivation for violence from their inability to develop relationships with women. Since 2014, attacks inspired by the incel movement and spanning the U.S. and Canada have left dozens dead. So, dozens dead. Does that mean, what does that mean? Okay. Clearly the first, uh, by the way, for those of you who think that I've never like addressed any of this stuff before, please go look at my archive from 2014. You'll see that I actually wrote, I've written like probably what, three different posts about Elliot Roger, which is what everybody is going to start throwing rocks about. Oh my gosh, this is where it all began. No, it was actually way before that. And you want to know where the true force loneliness guys came from? You want to know what really kind of built these guys up? I don't even think that, I mean, there, maybe there was like the term incel was still a thing back in 2014. But I will, I'll tell you this, as far as the, uh, the, the let's see, the forums of commiseration, there was a forum called PUA hate. That's what it yep. was. You want to know where Elliot Yep. He's right. I mentioned this too. Cuz I actually uh I listened to 
they had his, uh, you know, Elliot Rogers book or whatever crazy manifesto, if you want to call it that. Um, he had that shit online. And uh, somebody just, you know, read it out and created an audio variation of it. It's uh, pretty crazy. But yeah, he was on a lot of uh, PUA hate, which was pretty much, you know, the opposite of where Rolo Tomasi was at. Because at that particular time, it was about pickup art. Now it's about uh, red pill in terms of the nature of women, etc., but still sprinkling a little game. Rogers spent a lot of his time. It was in PUA hate, which eventually got, of course, banned. And then they just re- revamped it and rebuilt it as slut hate after that. I don't know if it's still around anymore either. But then um, that's really where, it came, that's where, where the kid came from. Now, most of the people who are talking about this kind of stuff have no earthly clue about any of this. I've been involved in this for long enough to know what the hell I'm talking about because I was writing essays about this at the time. So when I – in fact, I even remember the title. There's a, a title that uh, of one of my essays. It's called The Severing. You won't find it in any of my books because it's not – it's kind of like specific to the times. But uh, I wrote it about uh, the whole Elliot Roger thing. In fact, maybe I'll call that up and read that to you guys because that was from back in 2014. Now – well, the, the, what I think is going on here, and this is, I'll give you my, t- actually, I'll read this to you and then I'll give you my take on it. I think probably, maybe that's probably the better way to do it. So I don't sound like I've got ADHD. Uh, there we go. Oh, you can't see me in that. Let me, there we go. Okay. Okay, they draw. Okay, so uh, since 2014, left dozens dead. Early intervention and behavioral threat assessments could be the difference between life and death for women targeted by growing ideology. <laughs> growing ideology, really? Imagine that. God damn it. There. Uh, By the growing ideology, according to the 26-page report, the report concluded that while there is no one profile of an individual who plans or executes an attack of targeted violence, investigators must consider potential targets when seeking to thwart attacks as suspected, as suspects routinely explore multiple targets during the planning process before making their final selection. Okay, so let me hold halt right there really quickly. First off, the, the quote-unquote incelosphere is really not I, – I, I would say it's only ancillary to the red pill. Just like the black pill is ancillary to the red pill. Just like MGTOW. It doesn't matter what terminology you use, and this is just my opinion, incels are a part of the manosphere. Because let's be honest, a lot of guys who will most likely catch on to a lot of the content that is thrown out there is a lot of guys who are incels, are virgins. Right. Um, To say that they're just outcast or they're in their own space, that's kind of idiotic because a lot of these guys who speak on these talking points. In a lot of cases, it's about reaching out to those guys rather than reaching out to guys who are already getting pussy, guys who are already getting into relationships, guys who are obviously already hooking up with women. MRAs, trad cons, everybody wants, everybody wants some, everybody wants a little bit of this, uh, this juice, right? And as I said before, when I was showing you the video, that was the introduction video here. I'm trying to, I'm not doing that. So you'll get despondent and nihilistic and, and want to off yourself or off somebody else and some sort of, you know, pity party desperation play. 
It's just so you have <laughs> education on this stuff. Now, the people who are going to be uh, mentally imbalanced, we're going to be mentally imbalanced before they found the encelosphere or any other sphere for that matter. So, yeah, are there always going to be bad actors? And sure, sure there are. But we're also looking at a quote unquote organization of guys or a, a, a form of men who we want to, I think, really aggrandize or really blow up that much more, especially in a year where we just had an election in the United States that was based on one premise. Women got it bad and we need to get the ladies to the polls. We got to get them out there. Tim Pool is going to talk about this later on when I get to his video where he's talking about, the, you know, what is it, 68 percent of single women voted Democrat. That also translates to some other really damning statistics, too. However, it's indicative of the fact that you have a, let's just say, special interests that would love nothing more than to feed fear and sell security. So this report is the selling security aspect of that. It's tilling the fields. It's, uh, let's see, predisposing people to thinking that this is some sort of endemic national threat to, to poor women. Now, I, I'm going to cast, I'm going to sort of try to set this up a little bit for you here. Do you guys remember when, some of you are old enough to remember this. Do you guys remember that in the early, it was right after 9-11, I think, where there was like terrorist threat levels. There was like the the yellow, the orange, the red. We, had, we used to have to go through, what's, why do well, Homeland Security just said that we're at orange level. Something must be going on. I don't understand. Right? Or, oh my gosh, so we, we have credible, we have credible intelligence that something's going to happen, right? Uh, we have to make sure that you take your shoes off before you get on the, uh, go through the metal detector at the, at the airports, right? Because there might be a guy who's trying to combine like two little little, little mini bottles of vodka with some sort of like you put them together and it makes C4 or something, right? <laughs> why don't we have those? Why don't we have those for other things? Why is there why, – why on earth, if there's credible threats, if there's credible if – they, if they really thought – that the secret see doesn't the secret service actually don't they protect like politicians isn't that what their job is what's the purpose of the secret service i would presume that the fbi is the one that should be doing this not the secret service may nsa but this specifically says the secret service i'm like what the hell doesn't he guard the don't they guard the president <laughs> the white house has fallen um but the i why why do we not have the, the threat levels and if if so and they're really worried about this then why is there not like some sort of like yellow orange red degree to which we should be which how worried should we be federal government how worried should we be about the growing incel threat i have seen this stuff before that's why i'm i'm making light of this because i've seen this happen before now i saw it 2016 2018 20, eh, maybe not 2020, because we were focused on like other things during that, that election year. But now we want to make sure that the little ladies feel like they're being, we're doing something for you guys. This is your federal government at work. And we got to let you know that there's these losers out there who feel like kind of jilted because they're not getting laid and they haven't earned it. And these are the guys you wouldn't, you are invisible to you in the first place. And we got to make sure that you guys know that there's these guys out there and their eyes might be a little too close in their, in their heads. And they might not look like the kind of guys that you would want to get with. And, and don't worry, <laughs> the Secret Service is on the job, ladies. 
So when I'm looking at this, I kind of got to take it with a little bit of grain of salt because I got it. Why now? Why now? Haven't they been following? It's 2014. Haven't they been following these guys? It took them, what, six, eight years to release this? It's a growing threat. Since 2014, I would hope that there would have been some some other kind of like summation of this within, you know, the first four years, at least, if not the like, you know, eight, 10, 12. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm telling you, a lot of this shit is connected. And it has a lot to do with the shit that happened before, where a lot of guys drop drop the MGTOW label because they try to connect everything into incel or they connected everything into black pill because a lot of these people just don't have the right fucking information these guys who try to slander it try to slander the uh, manosphere on youtube and just modern fucking detractors who don't know what the fuck they're talking about and they speak on a more feminine level whether it's a man or a woman so it doesn't even matter and like with feminism, you got to understand, with first wave, that's just essentially the 19th. A lot of guys are against that. I'm indifferent. I'll just say it like that. I'm not for it. I'm not against it. I'm just indifferent. So, like, either way, it doesn't fucking matter. It's not, like, a top priority at this point in my life of whether a woman can vote or not or whether I should give a shit. Um, but the blatant fuckery of a lot of these women is just an automatic reason to continue to stay on the path that I'm currently on. You see what I'm saying? Other people are different. Now to tie in um, incels into men going their own way or to tie incels with the red pill is idiotic because with Rolo Tomasi, like I stated before, he had what? Um, the pickup art shit. He did a lot of the blogs back in the day, right? He's pretty much solidly known for that alone. Then you had Elliot Roger, ironically, in a forum called PUA Hate. So, like I said, even incels, even though, of course, Elliot Roger is the extreme case. And I can just imagine, like, the feminazis just frothing at the mouth because they know they have something now. Like, they can they can just connect this one person to, like, any fucking man who identifies with a, a, a pill or identifies with... I mean, the whole incel thing, like, labeling yourself an incel is, is always, like, an idiotic thing for me. But then again, a lot of people would say identifying as red pill or black pill would be idiotic, so... I understand it. Either way. Let's get back into it. So uh, let me put this up here. I'll keep going here. This is interesting. Um, the U.S. Secret Service National Threat Assessment Center took a deep dive into a series of red flags predating a shooting at a yoga studio in Tallahassee, Florida. I remember that. To determine how it, early intervention could have saved lives in the future. The NTAC routinely publishes research based on an assessment of the current threat environment. I would love Myron, if you are watching this right now, Myron Gaines, if you're going to do a, one of your fed, um, your fed streams, I would love to see this as a topic. 
You gotta, you gotta really be careful of like the circles now, like the whole circles of influence, and they're all connected through sort of like the same sort of mindset and game aspect. I would say minus Coach Greg Adams, because I never heard Coach Greg Adams really speak on some game shit. But maybe I'm incorrect. But from what I hear recently, um, like a lot of these guys have a program, they have something to sell you. You see what I mean? It's just based directly on that. That's just how it is. A lot of these guys, like like I mentioned, um, Rolo wasn't involved in that conference, but Myron Gaines was, I believe. I think Rolo was involved. Because if he was, that's a, that's a direct response, like I said earlier, to the whole 21 Studios uh, conference that they have, or convention, or whatever the fuck they call it. In case of 40-year-old gunman Scott Paul Burley, uh, there were countless warning signs. Countless, okay? <laughs> the man who opened fire inside a hot yoga inside hot yoga Tallahassee, killing two women and injuring four more before committing suicide, had previously been fired from multiple t- teaching jobs, barred from bars and apartment buildings, and authored a 70,000-word revenge fantasy about a boy-turned-serial killer, according to the report. During his teen years, the attacker was accused of stalking his classmates, and he wrote stories centered around violent themes said Steve Driscoll, lead research specialist at NTAC, in a briefing with reporters on Thursday. One, one of those stories was 81 pages long and involved a protagonist murdering several girls before committing suicide. I would like to know, of the 70,000-word revenge fantasy, how much does that really consider, how much does that, like, play there? And is that indicative of a mindset of all of these guys who might actually try to repeat the same thing. The female characters in the story that were killed represented the attacker's actual classmates from his high school. Oh, my Lord. But he slightly changed the names in his writing. Okay, that was the Scott Burrell. Got it. Okay, he was arrested three times for incidents of groping women in public. His roommates called him Ted Bundy. <laughs> Though social media users often refer to him as a uh, 1930s German guy. Uh, his parents reported sleeping with their door locked and removing him from his niece's birthday party after he touched young girls. One uh, On the day of the shooting, Burrell uploaded a self-written song entitled Ethamol, <laughs> describing his frustration and, with personal failures to a public music sharing website before departing for the yoga studio. He left behind a note reading in part, if I can't find one decent female to live with, I will find my indecent females to die with. Hmm. According to the U.S. Secret Service analysis, now, again, Secret Service, Biero was motivated to carry out violence by his inability to develop or maintain relationships with women. Well, that I'm not sure how much that – how are they coming to that conclusion if – only a part of that is actually about his from his 70,000. Again, I'm not trying to excuse the guy. I'm just saying maybe the dude was just freaking nuts before he even came into all this. So let's just let's start with that. That same year, a handful of incidents linked to, quote unquote, incel terrorism, a shooting at an Arizona mall targeting couples. 
a machete attack at a Toronto massage parlor and a 23-year-old Virginia man who blew his hand off while tinkering with a bomb that federal authorities believe was meant to target a cheerleading performance. In the case of 2014, Isla Vista... Can you just kind of say like Santa Barbara, UC Santa Barbara, because that's really what it was. Uh, 22-year-old Elliot Rogers killed six people and injured 14. Of those six people, by the way, four were male. (laughs) That I know. Uh, In a shooting, stabbing, and vehicle ramming spree near the campus of University of California in Santa Barbara. Got it. Okay, three women were, sorry, three women were shot outside a sorority house before executing his deadly attack. Rogers bemoaned not being able to find a girlfriend on social media, documenting his hatred of women, interracial couples, and planned retribution. Okay, then we get on to 2018, Alec Manazian, which you guys probably already know about. Uh, We can keep going on and on and on. Let's see, moving down here. Uh, but I want to get to the the, the bottom here. The, uh, while the uh, Secret Service might be known for its protection of presidents of past and present, the agency has long studied and implemented behavioral threat assessment programs designed to identify potentially dangerous or violent situations that do not meet criminal thresholds. <laughs> um, those meet pretty criminal thresholds, particularly the guy that was the hot yoga killer guy, because he certainly has a criminal record. Um uh, oh, Tuesday's report intended to identify early warning signs of misogynistic uh, extre- extremists with the goal of early intervention. Traditionally, law enforcement and other public safety officials focus on crimes. Dr. Lena Aldari, director of ANTAC, said, and also, and so if there is a direct threat or a criminal statute violated, they often feel, Merch, that they can't do anything. But what we know from the research is that we know communities doing this successfully is that if you have trained personnel in their threat assessment, identifying the warning signs and knowing what the proper resources are available, that's when you have successful stories. Okay. Behavioral threat assessment programs can be developed in any environment. Okay. So now the rest of this is them just basically justifying the the actual doing actual work. So my question is this, do violent video games create mass murderers? We already know that we already know the answer. Well, all right. So, from what I can remember, I think a lot of people try to connect Doom into all that. From what I can remember, the Doom game, the original Doom, they've tried to. Uh, apparently, it is connected, or one of the people who participated was a fan of the Doom game, and they try to connect that to it, and it all began with that. And then anything else that's like with video games, especially it, it, it can just be related for society to shame and women to shame. Society can shame because when things like this happens, that can just be their go to for it. And for women to shame it just because they consider it childish. See what I mean? That Mike Sartain, if you're in, if you're watching, <laughs> you already know that as well. The answer is no. We've been doing those for quite some time. Does heavy metal music, does Judas Priest uh, motivate guys to go out there or Marilyn Manson, God forbid, uh, motivate guys to go out and, you know, and commit, let's say, acts of atrocity? No, no, they don't. Does pornography inspire men to go out and uh, commit EPAR? No, no, it doesn't. If anything, it probably prevents that. So the idea that the quote unquote incelosphere 
in any way motivates guys who weren't already motivated and weren't crazy to begin with to go out there and actually perform to actually enact this stuff. It's, just, it's like saying, well, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Timothy McVeigh was part of some sort of network of guys who were like really wanted to, to, to go out. He was inspired to do it. No, he's already inspired to do it because he guys was nuts or Ted Kaczynski or, he, or Jeffrey Dahmer or whatever. I mean, you can make those, those comparisons. You can, you can pretty much attach crazy to, to damn near anything, but why now? Why is there no yellow, red, orange rating system? How afraid should we be? And by the way, this isn't just in the United States. It's also in the UK. It's in, the, in Canada right now. And so a lot of these guys are looking at this and they're going, oh, my God, they're getting this information and they're interpreting it wrong. And so suddenly they're all misogynists right now. And honestly, you're going to find, well, let's say, who are the most notorious guys in, the, in that sphere that have committed acts of atrocity? Because I can't say the word, right? Well, you got Kelly Roger. Everybody looks back to that. Then you got Alec Manasian. Okay, those two. And those are the guys that have actually admitted to it. I, I think Elliot Rogers pretty much cut and dried. We know what that's all about. Outmanazing. So well, let's see, Elliot Rogers, 2014. Outmanazing, 2018. Uh, when was the hot yoga thing? Was that like, was that 2018 or 2019? I think it was 2019. I don't think it was in 2020. Maybe it was 2020. Who knows? Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. Thank you for that, ML. Do they want to introduce a mandatory gambling law? Uh, they don't need to. That's called pornography. They're already sedating you very, very effectively right now, ML. But uh, the idea is this, is that, well, these, these dangerous guys that are on the, these forums, it's like, I, I looked at some of these other studies, and I'm saying they're, they are really kind of barking up the wrong tree, or they're trying to inflate numbers that they think, like, actually, I shouldn't say that. They're not inflating numbers, but they want you to believe that those numbers are, like, significant. Like, these are the members of this forum. These are the, these are the, the average demographics of these guys. Uh, these are, they, they follow YouTube channels that have 130,000 subs. <laughs> what <laughs> there's fishing channels with more than that but um but i think that the idea really behind most of this stuff is this sort of midterm election year of the woman feed them fear sell them security don't worry ladies the nsa the the secret service well, this case secret service is on the job and I think that this is kind of a – that's a dangerous precedent because then you're going to have to have these conversations with people who think that you're just pulling numbers out of your ass. Who don't – who are like essentially – like when I get upset – sorry, sometimes I get a little worked up. When I get all kind of pissed off about inaccuracy – and you guys heard me talk about this before. If you're going to be a representative of the red pill in any capacity, at least strive for some kind of accuracy – no, at the very least, know where the 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 uh, the research that you're quoting, know, know the name, the year, where it came from. That would that would be a, a, at least a step in the right direction, because what will happen is you will have people who I said in the past are confidently ignorant of something they got no business talking about in the first place that other people will see and they'll go, oh, my gosh, this, this guy must be legit. No, it's bullshit because these guys simply don't have any history to understand that. Again, I was writing about Elliot Roger back in 2014. I rem see this is this is where sort of like the. Uh, the big dog mindset comes in and it's kind of like where, you know, guys like myself, you know, listening to this guy earlier on and kind of seeing where it went later on, you know, you know. But to have that information and to be, I guess, in the space 
uh, close to 20 years, it says something, I guess. Remember the day it happened. Hell, Sam Bada remembers the day it happened because he's, he texted me and said, hey, did you just hear what happened in Santa Barbara? We were there 3,000 years ago, Gandalf. We were there. We saw it. Wait, here we go. I was there 3,000 years ago. I was there 3,000 years ago. Our old man Rolo just drank, just yelling at the clouds again. No, man. So when I see stuff like this, so you got two, you got two in eight years, and here we are, twelve years now. Okay, so you got two in twelve years, maybe three in twelve years, and now you got the guy who is writing a manifesto or something about. Oh, thank you very much for that. Writing some sort of manifesto. <laughs> you, if you think that that is like in the seventy, what's funny to me is like. I will quote a guy like you probably don't know who Thomas Wall is. Thomas Wall was a guy who set himself on fire in front of a I want to say it was a Virginia courthouse because he just got dragged through the the divorce machine and the uh, the child support machine. Um, and the uh, just essentially uh, it's where I if you've read uh, I think it was my second book, I um, I did an essay and that ended up as a chapter in, in uh, preventive I think it was preventive medicine. Um it was uh, an essay called The Second Set of Books. And I took that, by the way, I lifted that title from Thomas Ball because he left a 100,000-page manifesto that basically boils down to people don't play by the same set of rules. There's the... All right, I'm about to just cut this short. So the real thing to focus on is the fact of these people may not be fully educated on who exactly a quote-unquote incel is and who is feeding them the information of what is and what is not incel should be the major question. Okay? That should be the major question. Um, anything besides that, it's really just a hit piece. You know, of course, these guys and these people in that mainstream area are going to look at any and everything connected to the manosphere to be a quote-unquote incel. The women are already doing it, so why not the mainstream media? But I'm about to wrap this shit up. Almost an hour and 30 minutes. You guys already know what I'm about to say. It's the end of another day. So in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel, signing out. Peace.